The Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. Hey, what up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Pop Muse. This is a music trivia show where you get to know the fun facts about your favorite musicians. Presented by two fun and musical people, or some people may say one fun and a musical person <laughs> and an American. Is that what some people say, or just you? So this is Yunti, and I've got my American brother here. <laughs> What's cracking, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and I'm here with、uh, Yunti. He's bringing in the show a little bit awkward today, so forgive him, please. <laughs> It's not awkward. <laughs> that was a zinger for TJ. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, who do you got for us today, man? All right, so my guy for you today. Okay, I can quote a classic Mandarin pop song from over 20 years ago.、It's Called the most familiar stranger because I know for a fact you listen to、uh, the music from this artist, but at the same time I'm quite positive that you probably don't know who this person is. Okay.、Hmm. This is a Western star, right? It's gonna be a Western star. Okay. All right. And you've got a Chinese star for me today. I absolutely do. Today I'm going. I'm keeping up with the、uh, tradition that we did last episode. For those of you that join us, I presented a Chinese star, and today、Surprise. I am doing another Chinese star to a lot of the Chinese fans out there, and also to those of us in the West. A little intro, you know, to kind of put you up on some stars out here. Really interesting backgrounds, and I'm excited to share who I got today.、Um, can't say that I'm a huge fan of this guy's music, but he definitely has some、uh, some tracks that are really cool. Especially nowadays, his、uh, his work, his group, and all and everything that they do is. Hugely popular, not just in Asia, but also in America and also in the West. So、oh, sure. you guys will probably guess who I'm talking about today. Maybe we'll see. I absolutely look forward to TJ surprising me today, <laughs> and hopefully, I can get it. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll find out. But just a quick disclaimer, guys, before we get started, all the info that we find on the show is internet-based, so there may or there could possibly be some errors. Accolades are constantly updating. Records are always changing. So, if there's any、uh, information that we give that is outdated or just flat out wrong, please reach out to us and let us know, and、um, we would be happy to hear from you. So, now that that's done, why don't we get started with the trivia? Sure. I'll go ahead and set it off. So. Let's move to fact number one, and this source came from a Baidu Baiku, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Or you can say Baidu, Baidupedia. Baidupedia, okay. Yeah, competitor、right. of Wikipedia. <laughs> of course. All right. So this artist was born in 1990. All right. Okay. Relatively it's fairly close to my age. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's、um, and I have to keep this. Very very cryptic, guys. Because the、yeah. last time I did this, I announced where this person was from, and my co-host figured it out right away. So I'm gonna be withholding that information. Yeah, you can't underestimate like the familiar familiarity. Familiarity, familiarity. <laughs> like how how familiar people can be to those from their own country or culture. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So this guy was born in 1990. And he was an exchange student and majored in applied music. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's actually it for fact number one. <laughs> <laughs> so is this going to be like a thirty-minute, a thirty-minute、uh, mini version of pop music today? <laughs> 
No, 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 no. So it gets it, there's a little bit more information in fact number two. So fact number two is, and this is according to C Pop Fandom mm. and Wikipedia. This artist auditioned for Jin Young Park Entertainment Corporation. Okay. Okay. Multi, and this is a multinational entertainment record label conglomerate. But unfortunately, he was unsuccessful at that time. And I think this was around uh, 2008. Mm, okay. He eventually got scouted elsewhere and he became a trainee under an agency before making it big. And I just want to say a little bit about auditioning. I think that this is. For a lot of artists, this could be a really difficult time because, again, you're it's, it's like going out to interview for a job. You're putting on a suit and tie. You're going right. in. You're going through the motions. You sit down. You go through all the questions. You answer everything right. But all and of a sudden, best. they just tell you, now nah, we're good. We'll, we'll call you back. You know, And I think that this in the music game, is kind of the same. These guys go and they, 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 they do their sing. They do their dance. And, you know, the uh, obviously the record execs, they say yay or nay. I was reading about uh, this singer called Juyi. Okay, and I'm I'm not exactly sure where she's from, but she failed 50 auditions from middle school through high school. So she got started really, really early. So her parents like were really committed to <laughs> bringing their daughter into the show business. I'm not sure if it was had anything to do with her parents. I think that it was just this particular musician. Really? Yeah, mm. wanted to make it in music. Okay, so, I thought you said like at a very young age she well, started from middle school. So that's not middle school isn't exactly a mm. child. This is someone who's you know okay. at least a teenager. So this I is something feel, that yeah. <laughs> I still feel like it's her parents' idea. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but this musician doesn't does she have anything to do with the one you're introducing or just an um, example of like multiple failure in auditioning? <laughs> well. Kind of yes, but no. Okay. Okay. Uh, you have another artist, uh, and I think it's pronounced I U. Mm. Again, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I know that, that one. It's from South Korea. Okay. <laughs> Failed twenty auditions, and this person I think was undergoing or dealing with the family debt. So this they had this pressure behind them as well to audition and make it big. But twenty failures. I mean, that's huge. I think that for most people, if they audition maybe a few times, maybe five times, they're just like, you know what? I need to hang this up. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this. But yeah, I, th I think that's the same difficult for when it comes to uh, a relationship or <laughs> like a job interview. I mean, the first yeah. the first few tries or the first uh, dozens of tries mm. are always destined to be an experiment. Yes. You have to face failures. Well, yeah. If you go into it with this mindset, I think you'll be a lot more. And I think that this Juyi character, she definitely had that, like, okay, I'm going to fail a lot of these, but kept going with it. So That's anyway, right. this artist was able to, it seemed like this person got scooped up pretty quickly. I mean, there's no record of this person failing a large number of times. It was just like... He failed for you know in one in one event for one company, but he got scooped up by another. So okay, so he's the lucky one. He's the lucky one, definitely. Uh, we're gonna move on to fact number three, and this is according to Wikipedia. This guy joined a very famous boy band. Okay, hmm. the style is like R and B, pop, ballad, dance. I think when you talk about boy band, no yeah. offense, but I don't think there's a genre for boy band. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> and that's why I try to list them afterwards. No like, offense you know, R&B, no, pop. It's know. just they have their wrong style. It's called a boy band. Exactly. <laughs> and aesthetically, 
I think that uh, the band members, at least for this particular band, uh, promote this androgynous or mm. feminine male look or presentation. Okay, so it's a boy band from South Korea. <laughs> no offense, again. <laughs> yeah, well, well, and I think that that's something that's very appealing uh, with uh, the youth, especially uh, with young with young. Yeah, girls. you've got to admit that. That's yes. right. Young girls love it. So a lot of uh, these artists, they get this look. And uh, I'm not the, the the feminine male appeal thing. I mean, it's just really it, it has a how would you say a chain reaction? Because I think when you look at the uh, the concerts and when you look at everything and you see how these girls are going nuts over these guys, guys like us are like masculinity guys with you know some masculinity <laughs> we look at the girls and you see what these girls are salivating over and you're like well geez maybe i should put on some eyeliner and some foundation so you're trying to make a point that this culture this or at least this culture in the music industry is kind mm. of changing shifting like the general society's uh i don't know exact values exacto mundo that's exactly what i'm saying because okay. i mean again like I in was, a bad way the analogy that i was giving was <laughs> yeah well maybe i should start wearing some eyeliner maybe i should start wearing some lipstick and color powders yeah, you know. wearing some foundation because look yeah. at these look at the way these girls are acting this is insane so yeah, I guess these guys kind of brought on this kind of look, this kind of appeal. Mm. Not them, where they were the only ones that had this look, but this whole way. Yeah, you're talking about this like a social norm. Right, right. The, but the, I think you handled this section pretty well. You you laid it out in a pretty respectful way. <laughs> <laughs> because it was, uh, it was doing, a tricky line I'm there. I'm doing the best I can. Right. All right. This artist had a successful run with the boy band for a few years, but after a contract dispute slash lawsuit, possibly due to a lot of unspoken reasons, maybe financial, possibly political, who knows, but he ended up leaving the group. And almost instantly, he blew up back in his respective country and did pretty well in his solo career from that point. So... Yeah, that could give it away, I think, for a lot of fans out there already yeah, just I'm, with that. Yeah, I'm having a rough idea who this person is. <laughs> well, you're not the market. I don't think that you're somebody but that But I read news, yeah. <laughs> and I know who the girls are drooling over, quoting from TJ. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on. We're going to go on to fact number four, and this is, again, from Wikipedia. This artist got into acting, and he sang some soundtracks for some films, notably a film called Comrades, Almost a Love Story. We talked about this a little bit on the show. I remember that, but I can't pinpoint which one it was. <laughs> okay, another clue here. That music video for that song got over a million views in 47 minutes. Wow. So, yeah, this artist is really popular on social media. He also did a promotional song for Kung Fu Panda, the third installment of that a cartoon. Hmm. So, yeah, pretty big, I guess, in, when it comes to singing soundtracks for films. Uh, in terms of films, he acted in a number of Korean spinoff films and TV shows in China, including The Running Man. And also he starred in a film that uh, I didn't watch, but I was kind of um, I thought the trailer was a bit entertaining. 
and it was、uh, the Great Wall. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that was that's actually a pretty recent film. Right, 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 right. Like Mark Damon, oh Matt Damon, oh Matt Damon. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. <laughs> yeah, I always he was, thought it's Mark. Yeah, it's it yeah. it Matt. It's Matt. But it's okay, close enough. When I saw the trailer, it kind of reminded me of Jurassic Park, but just like by the I, Great I Wall. Yeah, I think the review for that、uh, single film was、uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what. But、I'm、anyway, this、about. guy was in that movie. Okay, all right.、Uh, for his solo album, he teamed up with American producer Jimba Jimba, and this producer produced the music for、um, Justin Bieber. Britney Spears,、okay. Sia, Madonna, big producer. So yeah, he's、uh, pretty successful, and so this team up was able to help him to kind of get into the Western market as well as really, really take. Has he、here. gotten into the Western market now? Well,、uh, I wouldn't say that he's huge in the Western market, but at least the sound. This guy was able to give him that sound that、mm. was you know banging in the West. Okay, and kind of brought it out here to to China, and so that sound was you know struck really. Big out here, so his digital album sold about eight hundred and eighty thousand copies on the first day, breaking a record of being the highest sold on the first day of release. And、um, his album was also certified platinum by the International Federation of Phonographic Industry, and that was the first album in、uh, the Chinese mainland to do so. Wow! So okay, yeah, I, was. I think I'm. I probably know who this person is, but I'm not aware of the achievements that you just listed. Okay. Okay. All right. My taking my hat off, <laughs> my imaginary hat off for this guy. Okay. Well, we'll see if you're right on point. He hooked up with David Tao to sing. To sing, okay, not hooked up. No, no, no any other way, okay. He hooked up with David Tao to sing for the Winter Olympics this year, okay. <laughs> Yun Chi's face, guys, just looks lost completely. Yeah, because yeah, it's not. And I love it. He's notably popular on social media, as I mentioned earlier, with more comments on his Weibo posts than any other artist. So, as I mentioned before, he is a social media sensation.、Hmm. We're gonna move on to fact number five, and this is my favorite source, Wikipedia again. <laughs> this artist released an album series or a collection of albums at once. Okay,、mm. I haven't heard of anyone doing this. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if it's he's the first one to do it. It didn't say like you mean a collection of all the al- albums that he has released. No, it's like he released a collection, like several albums at once. They all had a different name. Okay, and then he launched them around the same time, like give or take a few months. But did he release those al- albums before? No. Oh. So these are kind of like new songs. Like he was like stocking up the so, something like that, the albums yeah, like and released them all at once. Pretty much, pretty much. And I will not give the name of this album because that would just be a dead giveaway.、Hmm. So, yeah, for fans out there, they probably already know who I'm talking about. On October eighth, twenty seventeen, it was announced that this artist. Oh, and this is probably another dead giveaway.、Okay. Cool. <laughs> We're approaching the end of the facts. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah,、so. yeah. So I gotta. I guess I gotta give you guys the goods. So in、um, yeah, October eighth, twenty seventeen, it was announced that he was in a relationship with a Chinese actress named Gabrielle Guan, who is、mm. one of Forbes China's twenty seventeen list of thirty most influential people under thirty. Okay, thirty under thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's、uh, she's pretty big. And、uh, they also co-starred in a movie together, and I'm not telling you which movie that is. I probably wouldn't know either, so <laughs> doesn't really matter if you tell me or not. <laughs> All right, and this artist set the Guinness World Record 
for the largest gathering of people wearing antlers. Wearing what? Antlers. Antlers at one of his concert tours in China. Antler? What is an antler? <laughs> like a sort of like a hair, no, head dressing thing, a hat? Like uh, a, yeah, it's something that you wear on your head. That looks like a Mickey Mouse thing on top something of your like head. Something like that, yes. Yeah, but like it's an ant. It looks like an ant instead. <laughs> no, antler. Antlers are like, uh, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know, oh, right. You know what a reindeer is, right? Right. All right, so yeah, this guy a, a horns, yeah. something like that. Okay, yeah, I, I I read it and I was just like, huh? But that's as the interesting Forgive award to get for the Guinness World Book okay, of Records. I was going to say lousy, right? but <laughs> your word is better. Hey, well, you can say it. I'm, I'm just your word you know. is better. Better. <laughs> All right, so that actually brings me to the end of the facts that I have for you today, and um, if with everything that I presented to you. If you had to guess who it was, walk us through what gave it away for you. Yeah, sure. I, I can tell TJ was trying to be more specific in the, the last two or three facts, but the only clue for me is that this person was in a boy band in South Korea. And, uh, <laughs> and I, yeah, I only have one answer for that anyway. Okay. okay and I'm going to go with uh, Han Gun. Who? Han Gun. That's the name. If it's not the answer, then. <laughs> Or do, you, or do you have the English name for that? Well, I only have one name, and uh, why don't we just hear what the judges have to say first? <laughs> All right, we, we were whispering <laughs> away from the mic. So, yeah. the artist that I have for you today is Lu Han, not Han Gun, okay? Completely different person. <laughs> <laughs> Lu Han is a Chinese singer. An actor. He's a member of the South Korean Chinese boy group EXO and its subgroup EXO-M before leaving the group in October 2014. That year, he was ranked the sixth most popular entertainment star in China by the China National Radio. In 2017, he was listed as the second highest paid celebrity in the Forbes China Celebrity 100 list. A Beijing native, this artist is dubbed as the Chinese counterpart to Justin Bieber. And according to Models.com, Luhan is selected as one of their five faces of China and also describes him as the reigning king of the idol scene. And I got a couple of tracks that I was recommended to play for the show. Which means not personally enjoy it. <laughs> 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 Only no. for the sake of this show. <laughs> but nonetheless. TJ is so chivalrous and polite today to this musician. <laughs> First up, I got a track for you called Say It. And that'll be followed by Slow Ride. Check it out.
掉白天的种种，做你最爱的那种，干你的每一情让。当天际线亮起。
Slow ride, slow ride, slow ride. 别走走过窗，把我们粘在一起 ，Moonlight。That was "Slow Ride" by Lou Han. It's actually a lot better than I expected. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I feel about that song. It kept kind of going in and out. Like there was parts where it was in English, and I was like, "Oh, okay," and then it would go into Mandarin, and it would、yeah. go back and forth. That's But, actually kind of common, I suppose, for non-English songs. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, it sounds pretty good. I mean, I don't think it's something that I could rock to personally. But I mean, hey, he's hot. Got to give credit where it's due. Anyway, so Yunchi, who do you have for us today? Right,、uh, my artist today, he has kind of a, a cult following. Okay, it's kind of like a subgroup of music fans. So anyone who, so people don't know him that much, they probably wouldn't get it. But people who know him, they would be able to pick up a lot of anything that I give today. So, okay, so you either love or hate this guy. Okay, I'm gonna try to be very ambiguous with the facts, just so his fans can have some more fun from this episode. Wait a minute, this guy is famous, right? This person is a is a household name, right? Is a household name. Okay, maybe to a certain group of music fans.、Uh, I don't know, man. That makes me. I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> But you will know. Yeah, we can start with two general facts to guide TJ into my guide today. Okay. And these are according to White Wall Magazine and White Wall Magazine. White Wall Magazine, not Black Wall Magazine. I'm sorry. But <laughs> and The Guardian. <laughs> so this musician, his influences include like funk musician George Clinton, rapper and producer Dr. Dre, and actually in 2009. Weirdly,、uh, this artist named Andy Warhol as one of the early influences. Do you know Andy Warhol? It's actually a painter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who Andy Warhol is, and I know who Dr. Dre is. The other guy, I, I can't remember, but、uh, I don't know. But、um... yeah, but it's just weird to name a painter as an influence for your music style. But、mm, well, Andy Warhol's kind of、uh, a bit messy and maybe very bright. His, his colors are really fluorescent, so. Uh, okay, it kind of helps a musician to create music, isn't it?、Uh, yeah, well, maybe、words. maybe the、uh, the disc art, perhaps. But、uh, okay, funny that you mentioned because this musician is in the realm of electro music. Okay,、oh, do you? So that's why I was wondering. I think TJ probably you don't listen. I do to not. That, that is、much. a very keen observation. Okay, so okay. Yunchi definitely wants me to get this one wrong today, guys. <laughs> Good luck. I didn't like this genre before either. But I think it was starting from two years ago、mm-hmm. that I'm a big fan now, and currently I have like 208 songs in my playlist for this genre. Okay, and I named the playlist. Can't believe I'm listening to electro music <laughs> <laughs> because I used to despise.、Uh, yeah, shows a bit. That's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. yeah, but this genre has evolved to more melodic. 
and less just heavy beating and head shaking. Okay. Yeah, so I enjoy the melody part. I just hope that I know who this person is. We get all the way to the end of this trivia, and it's just like so and so, and I'm like, yeah, who the heck be, is that? Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit hard for TJ, but it's a big name. Okay. You definitely, you definitely listen to his music, but you, without wearing who this person is. Okay. Okay. Now let's move on to the next fact. This is according to Wayback Machine and、There's、the that Village Machine again. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's old friend, and the second one is Village Voice. Okay. I haven't heard of any of these sources. <laughs> Uh, like many other musicians, this artist formed a band in high school in 1992, and the band was named after a song by the Beach Boys. Not gonna name the song because, as I mentioned, trying to make it more fun for the fans. Okay, so the Beach Boys. He named his band after a song, song from the Beach Boys. That's right. Okay. Unfortunately, this band disbanded after around six months, and they produced four songs and played in two gigs. And the artist himself described the project as pretty, pretty average. Okay. But I think it's more than average because this band actually received、um, a negative review, a very harsh negative review by critic on Melody Maker. Oh yeah, you don't have to tell me that. I mean, six months <laughs> and they only did two gigs together. <laughs> yeah. So this. Critic said something about this band, which I cannot share either, because that single critic, check this out, is actually the origin of this artist's current name.、Mm-hmm. So they took something from their critic's critique and make it to their name, and which is one of the biggest icons in the electro music. Okay. Yeah, that's actually quite a common character we can find among the artists. They can like take take something negative,、mm-hmm. and then make it part of themselves. That just sounds like an old wound that they just won't allow to heal, right? I mean, if it's something that someone slandered you before, and then you、it's、just、like、take that slander and you name your band after that, it's like a childhood wound. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of interesting, but okay. okay. It's a lot darker than I than, than I thought. All right. And the opportunity into the music career came up in 1993 when they attended a rave in the Disney World. Never went to a rave, but yes, I heard a lot about them. It's pretty much where people go when they、um, yeah, so you know about、rave. pop ecstasy and have a lot a really good time. Yeah, so I think for those who don't know who, what a rave is, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know glow sticks and uh, <laughs> under yeah, the, like under a, the a, influence. It's、yes. like a dance party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with DJs most of the time with a DJ playing music in a warehouse Very club. Very repetitive. Of music, yes,、yeah. or other public or private venues,、mm. and it, it's funny that this rave took place in Disneyland. You normally think about this fairy tale. It's the happiest place on earth,、uh, apparently. Unicorn music. Yeah,、right? yeah. Let it go, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> yeah, that sort of music, rather than a flock of electro fans shaking their heads, right, in the Disney World. Yeah, that that's not something that you would I would imagine at all. <laughs> that's right. Now let's move on to the next fact, and this will be the last subtle fact. Okay, this is according to Rolling Stone.、Mm-hmm. This artist is extremely low key. He used to make ev- so low key that I have no idea who you're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, that kind of that kind of makes sense. <laughs> and he used to make very few public appearances. And, and of course, used to. After he got famous, then there's more world tours and performances. Sure. sure. And during the early interviews, the artist would either appear with a back turned or in Halloween masks or bags. 
or one time. So he's self-conscious. Okay. Yeah, he even wore cloth bags over the hat. That was in 2006, and the artist said the use of cloth bags was a spontaneous decision.、Uh, that's actually quite common because TJ doesn't follow, doesn't know that much about the electro musicians. Nope. Yeah, for a lot of big guys, it's actually quite common for them to to wear a bag over their head. To have something on their head, <laughs> not a bag. Doesn't have to be a bag, but something to cover up their face. What's wrong with their face? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting this、um, incognito Zorro Batman swag. At least with Zorro, I mean, he had a mission. You know, he was battling the powers that be. And so he had to hide his identity. What's what's this guy's story? I, I mean, is his face that bad? I mean, this artist said the costumes were initially the result of shyness, and he wanted to yeah self yeah that's what yeah, I thought normally, insecure、yes. yeah he wanted the focus to be on the music and the masking not his face yeah gave control over the image while retaining anonymity and protecting personal life and also that was ability forcing almost twenty years into the future that in twenty twenty masking has become a global fashion hmm、uh, yes. Still don't. I, I guess I must have missed that fashion too, because most. No, I mean the, the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's、Come、a good on. one.、Come、that's on. a good one. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but I'm quoting from this artist. He said this masking then it became exciting from the audience point of view. It's the idea of being an average guy with some kind of a superpower. So anyone could be in that. I wearing a bag over his head. I, okay, because、I'm, anyone I, could be under that mask. I must be missing this whole thing because yeah, because. TJ is old.、Uh, we <laughs> young people like electro music. <laughs> I've never、Not、seen、it. you come to work with a bag over your head, so obviously you're not part of this. I might start to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now the facts will become a lot more obvious. Okay,、hmm. and this one's according to the Independent. Oh,、It's、Independent magazine. Okay, magazine. UK, right? right? Okay, you know, you know about it. Okay. This artist has won numerous accolades from and performed on the Grammys Awards for multiple times. Along with musicians like Pharrell Williams、mm-hmm. and Kanye West, yeah, know those guys. Yeah, one collaboration with one of these musicians was this artist's first UK number one single, which topped the music charts in 55 countries, and it was also the most streamed new song in the history of Spotify. Okay. Okay. And the next fact will become even more obvious. This is according to the Daily Telegraph and also Wayback Machine. This person. Must be from the UK because all these all these、uh, the, sources Europe,、right? are from the UK. Yeah, none from America. Right. So Coca Cola once distributed limited edition bottles that that are designed by this musician, which were only sold. I don't drink, I don't drink Coca Cola. So these bottles, <laughs> <laughs> but check this out. But these bottles, these limited edition bottles that are designed by the musician, they were only sold in. France. Okay. Okay. So, how, why would I know anything、yeah. about that? On one, I don't drink Coca Cola. Number two,、yeah. I'm not in France. Never been to France. People who know this guy, who this these guys, they would know who this person is already.、Okay. And a medley of this artist's music was also played on a Bastille Day parade by a French military band in front of French President Emmanuel Macron and his many guests. One of which was TJ's favorite president, Donald Trump. My favorite president. <laughs> of course not. It's the worst president of all. <laughs> That's why. <I> <laughs> That's why I said your favorite, but doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, and this artist also was awarded the rank of chevalier,、uh, the the honor of knight by、okay. either the French royals or、uh, or the government. Okay, sounds nice. Still have no idea who this person yeah, is. Yeah, it's big, <laughs> but if you don't listen to, or at least if you, and also TJ doesn't check social media that much because you would see, you would come across people wearing weird stuff on their head if you maybe logging to social media stuff once in a time. Yeah, but your social media kind of revolves around your interests and your likes. So okay, we are into the last few facts. Last few facts. Okay. The next one is according to Rolling Stone. This artist is one of the biggest icons in electro music, as I mentioned. Yeah. And a lot of these people are known by their alternate personas, mostly backs. And okay. <laughs> this artist is no exception. So he has an alter ego. Okay. Right. And in the early stages, it, it was the the Halloween masks initially. Okay. When he was shy, but the fan base got significantly improved and expanded after their second album because it was the debut for. Their completely newly designed persona. That was in the year 2001. This artist began wearing robot-like helmets for public appearances and performances. Robot-like helmet.、Ugh. No bell ringing. No bells ringing at no all. Are you、ringing. sure these guys are famous? Is I, I swear, if we get to the end of this trivia and we don't, if I don't know who this person is, <laughs> you're gonna so pissed. Gonna pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Then you're gonna be even more surprised to listen to the music, to the songs that I've chosen for for them, because you have listened to. You probably might even like those songs.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. But that was my point. You, without knowing who this person is. All right. Yeah. So there was th- some fun facts about this helmet thingy. Uh, because wigs were actually initially attached to, to the helmets, but the artist removed them just moments before unveiling this new persona. Are you sure it's not a rock band? Maybe it kind of sounds like a rock band. Maybe. Or a metal band. Yeah, because、or? this electro thing has kind of become intertwined with different genres. Yeah, but also the musician said it gets very hot. Of course, you could imagine. And later, these helmets were fitted with ventilators to prevent overheating. And this artist also wore the robot costumes in their performances at the 2008, 2014, and 2017 Grammy Awards. Grammy Awards, robot、yeah. costumes, man. Not I, many musicians have, go there like that. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, and the mystery surrounding their identity has also added to their popularity as well. And just crickets over here, man. I just have no <laughs> idea this guy, who they are. Okay,、uh, okay. So I'm just gonna s- move on faster because it's not very helpful to TJ. Yeah. So th- the next fact is according to Filmmaker Magazine, their robot image. Has actually evolved to more than just a helmet, but movies, cartoons, and fashions, which led them to directing the first science fiction film in 2006. Okay. Okay, but the movie actually didn't use any music from this artist. All right. And the film was premiered at the 2006 Cannes Film Festival, received mixed reviews, but has gained a cult following for this called avant-garde, avant-garde. Avant-garde style. <laughs> do these guys have any like、uh, I don't know? Are they dating anybody, or do they come from some you know interesting background? Yeah, I, mean, I think I, there's so much in, because their chill identity. Of course, now everybody know who they are. <laughs> But for a long time, they were 
just two oh, robots. Unbelievable. The ending scenes from that film was actually used to announce the breakup of this dual group last year in 2021. Yeah, I'm saving this puzzle for the last because 2021, this duo broke up. Yeah, whatever. They're, they're robots. Okay.、Uh, hmm. So last year they released this new video on their YouTube channel titled "Epilogue." And the video features th- this scene from this film in which one robot explodes and the other one just walks away. And for many long-awaited fans, they actually thought it's going, it was going to be a new album after seven years be- before they clicked into the video. But later that day, their publicist confirmed that the duo had split. And despite the small fan base of electro music and this artist in China, the hashtag for their disbanding actually skyrocketed to the top chart on Chinese social media last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's both a frustration for TJ and for myself because I've listed all these facts and none of them are ringing any bell to TJ today. Nothing, man. I don't. I'm. I'm pretty certain. I'll tell you what I do know, and that's probably when you do reveal who this person is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get who their, it is. You you know them by their music, though. Yeah, probably but, not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to sum it up. Not for TJ, but for for the listeners out there. So this is a French electro group duo who is known by their robot-like helmets. For people who don't know, they wouldn't know because these. I can only think of Power Rangers, and that was way <laughs> yeah, back actually, in the day. It's actually more, more or less a similar image.、Some、cheesy martial artists. All right, man. I, I I wish I had a guess for you, but I have no idea who this is. I, I can think of. You said they're French, right? I don't, I don't really electro know. music, and you know neither of these. I know the UK has a really kind of a cool kind of electro.、Mm. Uh, it, it has a hip hop sound to it. It's、um, the guys that I'm gonna reference are from the UK. Okay, and they're they so you do have a name. There's a lot of animation that they include in their music. Okay, and I don't. I don't think I've ever seen the person or the the musician who's actually behind the music. Every time you see their music videos, it's always in some kind of animation. Okay. So I'm gonna guess the Gorillas. The Gorillas.、Mm. Okay. I was gonna say we can just、uh, give a day break to the judges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, TJ, the musician I'm introducing today is called <laughs> Daft Punk. Okay, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. D A F T. That's right. Oh, I know that they did one song for with、uh, Pharrell. I can't remember the name of the song. That's right. I told you. You know but, this、uh, person. You just can't pinpoint who. But it that's、is. the only song that I know. I only know that song because of Pharrell. And actually, when I tell people that that's a song, I don't say that it's from Daft Punk. I say it's from Pharrell. Yeah, but、you、do people I mean? say? Do people like argue with you? No, that's a song from Daft Punk, right now. No, they just say, "Oh, Pharrell." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so this musician is called. Daft Punk or, or in Mandarin, Chun Punkke. It's a、okay. French electronic music duo formed in 1993 in Paris by Guy Manuel de Romain Cristo and Thomas Bongader. Oh my goodness! Hope, wow, hope, you even tried、I、to hope, put that little French swag on it a little I bit. Can, I did it that right. <laughs> probably butchered it.、Yeah. I'm sure there's, if there's some French-speaking people out there,、uh, my apologies to them. <laughs> my apologies to them. <laughs> It's a shame that this group is no longer working together, but they're still active as individual musicians. I'm sure they are. Yeah. So Daft Punk 
is widely regarded as one of the most influential acts in dance music history. They combine the elements of house music with funk, techno, disco, hip hop, indie rock, and pop. And in 2015, Rolling Stone ranked them as the 12th greatest musical duo of all time. So the two songs I have for you, the first one is actually. I'm just gonna throw this out there, man. I was looking forward to hearing a household name. In the world of music, these guys, okay, I mean, they, in some houses, maybe, okay, yeah, maybe very, in some houses, very small number of houses, okay, in some houses, yeah. all, right, all right, all right, all right, yeah, but people, I think most people know know them by their music. For fans out there, don't mind me. I'm just mad because I couldn't guess it right. <laughs> but yeah, they do collaborate with a lot of big name stars, and a lot of those songs by those big artists are well known. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, okay, and the first song I picked for you. Is my absolute favorite. It's called "I Feel It Coming" in collaboration with a Canadian singer-songwriter, The Weeknd. Yep, yep. See, The Weeknd got it. Okay, and that will be followed by "Stronger" in collaboration with Kanye West. Okay, so yeah, I've heard of that song. <laughs> All right, but well. yeah, you never know these these people behind. The, yeah, they're they're the behind scene. they're behind the scenes. Yeah, so which makes this episode meaningful. So their names are worth mentioning to few, a few people out there. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. Yeah, but before we get to those tracks, Yun Chi. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We've reached the end, and we'd like to thank all of you listeners out there for joining us for another episode of Pop Muse. And if you've got any artists that you think we should give you a trivia on, give us a shout out, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Totally. And I'm TJ Reed, and this is Rinchi. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. See you next time. Peace.
on Absalonia Since OJ had isotoners Don't act like I never told ya Don't act like I told ya Never told you. 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 Never told you.